Welcome back to another episode of the Nighttime Short Stories Podcast with your host, me, Ash Balls. This is a podcast where every Friday night at 9.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I read a short story or poetry written by an author from long ago or a modern-day author. The author that is read from here is then showcased for the week on the Facebook page by the same name, so you're going to want to follow it. If you're an author and would like your short stories or poetry showcased on the podcast, as well as Facebook page for the week, you can get a hold of us in the link in the bio. And that's where you can also find the link to the Facebook page as well. But thank you to everyone who listens from iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and anywhere else you might be listening from. I truly do appreciate it. So let's get started, shall we? This week's author is Robert Frost, and I don't have a whole lot that I can say about this man prior to reading his works on here, because I think everybody's heard of him, but to sit there and say I know much about him as a person, I really didn't at all. But he lived quite a big life, considering he had a lot of losses as well in his life, which is sad. But despite it all, he kept such a good positive outlook, which is what his poems were known for. He even won the Pulitzer Surprise four times for poetry. But without further ado, let's get started, shall we? Fire and Ice Some say the world will end in fire, some say in ice. From what I've tasted of desire, I hold with those who favor fire. But if it had to perish twice, I think I know enough of hate to know that for destruction, ice is also great and would suffice. Stopping by woods on a snowy evening. His woods, these are, I think I know, his house is in the village, though. He will not see me stopping here to watch his woods fill up with snow. My little horse must think it queer to stop without a farmhouse near. Between the woods and frozen lake, the darkest evening of the year, he gives his harness bells a shake to ask if there is some mistake. The only other sounds the sweep of easy wind and downy flake. The woods are lovely, dark and deep, but I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep and miles to go before I sleep. The objection to being stepped on. At the end of the row, I stepped on the toe of an unemployed hoe. It rose in a fence and struck me a blow in the seat of my sense. It wasn't to blame, but I called it a name, and I must say it dealt me a blow that I felt. Like a malicious prepense, you may call me a fool, but was there a rule the weapon should be turned into a tool? And what do we see the first tool I step on turn into a weapon? You are listening to the Nighttime Short Stories Podcast, where we read a new short story from long ago to modern-day authors every Friday night at 9.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be sure to check out the Facebook page under the same name. There's a link in the bio for daily information, photos, facts, quotes, and bios on the authors showcased for the week. 
If you know of anyone that you think would enjoy the podcast as well, please be sure to share it out. And again, thank you for listening. Nothing gold can stay. Nature's first green is gold, her hardest hue to hold. Her early leaves a flower, but only so an hour. Then leaf subsides to leaf, so Eden sank to grief. So dawn goes down today, nothing gold can stay. Acquainted with the night. I have been one acquainted with the night. I have walked out in the rain and back in rain. I have outwalked the furthest city light. I have looked down the saddest city lane. I have passed by the watchman on his beat and dropped my eyes and willing to explain. I have stood still and stopped the sound of beat when far away in an interrupted cry came over houses from another street. But not to call me back or say goodbye and further still at an unearthly height, a luminary clock against the sky. Proclaimed the time was neither wrong nor right. I have been one acquainted with the night. The oven bird. There is a singer everyone has heard, loud a midsummer and a midwood bird, who makes the solid tree trunk sound again. He says that leaves are old and that for flowers, midsummer is to spring as one to ten. He says the early petal falls past when parent cherry bloom went down in the showers. On sunny days, a moment overcast, and comes at other fall, we name the fall. He says the highway dust is overall the bird would seize and be as other birds, but that he knows in singing not to sing. The question that he frames in all but words is what to make of a diminished thing. Mending wall. Something there is that doesn't love a wall, that sends the frozen ground swell under it and spills the upper boulders in the sun and makes gaps even too can pass to breast. The work of hunters is another thing. I have come after them and made repair, where they have left not one stone on a stone, but they would have the rabbit out hiding to please the yelping dogs, or heard them made, but at spring mending time we find them there. I let my neighbor know beyond the hill, and on a day we meet to walk the line and set the wall between us once again. We keep the wall between us as we go, to each the boulders that have fallen to each, and summer loaves and summer nearly balls, and we have to use a spell to make them balance. Stay where you are until our backs are turned. We wear our fingers rough in handling them, and just another kind of outdoor game. One on a side, it comes to little more. There, where it is, we do not need the wall. He is all pine, and I am apple orchard. My apple trees will never get across and eat the cones under his pines, I tell him. He only says, good fences make good neighbors. Spring is the mischief in me, and I wonder if I could put a notion in his head. Why do they make good neighbors? Isn't it where there are cows? But here there are no cows. Before I built a wall, I'd ask to know what I was walling in or walling out. And to whom I was like to give offense, something there is that doesn't love a wall. That wants it down, I could say, elves to him, but it's not elves exactly, and I'd rather he said it for himself. I see him there, bringing a stone grasped firmly by the top in each hand, like an old stone, savage-armed. He moves in darkness, as it seems to me, not of woods only in the shade of trees. 
He will not go behind his father's saying. And he says, it's like having thought of it so well. He says again, good fences make good neighbors. A patch of old snow. There's a patch of old snow in a corner that I should have guessed was a blow away paper the rain had brought to rest. It is speckled with grime as if small print overspread it. The news of the day I've forgotten if I ever read it. The end. You have been listening to the Nighttime Short Stories podcast. Please be sure to subscribe and come back every Friday night at 9.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a new author of the week. Thank you for listening. Until next time.